Welcome to another edition of This Time Around, where you're hearing it on my podcast feed, as well as finding it on YouTube and um, anywhere that your podcatcher picks up podcasts. And I have a hard time putting these out on Facebook. I don't know. There's something about maybe it doesn't like the competition with YouTube or something. Um, yeah, I noticed that. So yeah. I was going to play around with it, you know, after today. I said, let me give this cool. some attention. I'll let oh. you know. Yeah, it. cool. Or just if you find a way and then just share it out and tag me and, and I'll tag you if I get there. For, if, if you get okay. to heaven before I do. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were already there. <laughs> we are already there. Well, oh, we used to play with those songs. Um um, dig a little hole and pull me through. But then there was, if, if I get to heaven before you do, I'll plug up the hole and the heck with you. And I remember my teacher saying, that's not very nice. We'll say goodbye to you. And I'm thinking, that's not nice either. That's funny. <laughs> anyway. So, um, here with, um, I feel like I want to call you both the Williams. <laughs> <laughs> we go by many names. It's okay. Audrey and Karen, Audrey Williams and um, Karen Watson. You know, it's very funny. I know a Karen, K-A-R-I-N Watson. And oh. it's just so funny. I think one day I called you when I was trying to call her. Um, yeah. Anyway, here with you both. So, and we've done this before, but go ahead and introduce yourselves and talk a little bit about who you are and what what you bring because you constantly bring so many things well karen's prompting me to go first so um <laughs> i'm audrey scott williams and wow you know as i get older it's very uh interesting to figure out who i am in terms of an introduction because i've lived my life uh so full but I am primarily a peace walker, a, uh, uh, a spiritual leader, uh, an indigenous, uh, very concerned with indigenous uh, uh, issues and uh, historic, writing the historical uh, uh, books so that uh, we can know the truth about who we all are and find the threads that uh, make us whole, that remind us of, of, of the pure beauty and grace that each of us are. So I kind of do that. I also may be adding a new, uh, new part to my name, and that's called the Explorer in terms of not just walking around the world, but maybe being shot off into outer space and having a chance to look back at the earth and uh, so uh, we can talk about that later on, uh, but that's uh, something I'm contemplating. And then finally, we have a big project that Karen and I and many others uh, are working on called the Redemption Voyage 2026. And that's at www.redemptionvoyage.org. And uh, we'll talk more about that as we get into our introduction. Good. We did talk a little bit about that last time, but yeah, I want to hear more, more of an update. And so great. Well, you bring so many gifts and um, explorer. That's interesting. Okay. And Karen, I'm looking at your bio, but tell us about you because we didn't get you in here enough last time. Okay. I'm Karen Hunter Watson. Uh, I'm also a peace walker. We walked around the world for peace and several other walks. 
uh, in Africa and different on, on this US and also in other uh, places in the world. I'm a writer and a vocalist. Um, I've written several books. Uh, I've, uh, I've written several songs. As a matter of fact, I have an album out recent called Timeless that I just put out probably a few months ago. And I'm an artist, visionary artist. I'm a spiritual practitioner, um, also a voyager, looking forward to the redemption voyage, because that's going to be a very, very interesting uh, endeavor that we have. But all in all, I'm just uh, doing my spiritual work and, and bringing them all together as one. Yeah, bringing it all together, that's who I am. All of the things that I do help to make me the person that I am, and I consider myself to be a, a spiritual I wouldn't say warrior, but a spiritual person. I like that. I don't like that term warrior. It's yeah, kind of interesting. Person. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And I see it says that you are a minister. Uh, where did I see this? Uh, oh, I'm in the wrong. I'm in the wrong um, thing here. Um, let's see. Where is this? Uh, you performed numerous marriages and ceremonies and for all kinds of people around the country, including performing the first legal same-sex marriage ceremony in the state of Alabama. You did that? Yes, I did. We oh. were down at the courthouse in, a, in uh, Montgomery, in Montgomery, Alabama, and it, they had just passed the law, and we thought we better hurry up and do it so it wouldn't, <laughs> so before they changed their mind. You know, which I oh, and then you did it here Alabama. again. Okay. Right, right. So I was able to do that, and it was really different, you know, all the magazines and newspaper people in my face and I just had to keep going forward with what I was doing and it was it was really an interesting time but I'm also as you said a minister with uh, I saw with something about oneness oneness and love universal yes. I've never heard of that I've it's, heard of um, others I guess you would say it's it's not something that's in a building it's okay uh, mine yeah. isn't either yes so it's it's people are you know aware of it and we come together periodically from time to time to uh, discuss spiritual things. And so with that ministry, you can do all the things that other ministers do, right? I'm an ordained minister. That's you? right. Yep. So, yeah. And so you've, you've done weddings and you've done other ceremonies. Yes. Yeah. And wow. Heard you speak. Um, yeah. I think like maybe a couple months ago or six weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. That was absolutely awesome. That was a great talk. I'm grateful. Yeah. And how many songs? <clears throat> how many oh songs have you written? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was counting them the other day. I must have close to 40 songs written or more. Yeah. I think I had enough to put on three or four albums if I was, but I concentrate on on, you know, just the ones that I have right now and, and getting them out there so people know about it. And now, right now, I'm working on another album. I have four songs, and I've written new songs recently. So mm. it just goes on and on. I am truly blessed to have a creative, I don't know if it's a creative gene that spirit has given me, but creati creativity is something that flows for me just like water. It just flows. And I'm really grateful for it because I enjoy it. You know, Good. a lot of people say they do things that their jobs are jobs that they, you know, they're not really happy with, but it pays the bills and this kind of thing. 
my creativity is something that I'm truly happy with. And I'm grateful that it is also helping to pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's great. Because actually, I mean, singing is kind of like, you know, in Mary Poppins, the spoonful of sugar yeah. helps, you know, singing right. oh, with a song in your heart, with a song on my, in my mouth, you know, a song coming forward. It just, you know, how, I mean, it's pretty hard to sing and feel horrible. That's right. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Even when you're singing the blues. That's right. You can even get into them and really get, get yeah. all excited, rock out with them. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Um, well, that, that absolutely excellent. Um, so the two of you, you, you kind of do something separately or do you do think something separately, but you do a whole lot together. Yeah, we've we've been uh, we've we've been in relationship for about twenty three years now, and so we kind of meld. Uh, it, it's hard to think about doing something for me anyway without Karen being there because she's such an anchor uh, with all of her wisdom and compassion. Uh, but she also has a side of her, her that's very clear, very, very you know just straight as an arrow, you know, get the job done. So she's a, a incredible motivator and uh, one that uh, when I'm feeling like I didn't do well enough or I don't know if I can do this, she's the one that's pushing me in the background. And uh, so I appreciate that. And the other thing is that she's so creative that she lends her creativity to almost, you know, whether I'm doing a talk or or we're in, you know, engaged in a particular project. Uh, she's constantly between her, her spiritual, her heart, I should say, and her creativity. It's hard to see us being separated because eventually things just begin to blend. I know. I often hear Karen in the background kind of whispering, like, it's time to do, it's time to, it's time to do such and such now, you know? Yes, yes, that's Karen. So what do you mean explorer? Tell us more about that. Sure. Um, you know, the older I get, the more greater appreciation I have for people who've just really stepped out. And, and it doesn't matter what area, you know, just decided to explore something new. And I think one of the things that I often hear or the expectation is the older we get, the less of that we do. You know, we kind of get sedentary in our you know, our habits and our ways. Well, I've sort of claimed in this part of my life, this title of explorer. And every opportunity I have to explore life, uh, to explore different forms <coughs> of spirituality, uh, to explore music, dance, whatever it may be, life itself. Uh, I'm claiming that. And I'm also looking at what projects and programs I can initiate or join with to uh, continue to show how life continues. I mean, I don't plan on slowing down. I don't know. Good. What that really means, you know? <laughs> Me either. <laughs> <laughs> My motto has always be, been live to like live till you die. So I'm going to live it out. When I leave here, I won't have anything to complain about. But the other part of being an explorer, we have uh, one project, the Redemption Voice that we talked about last time. And it's mm -hmm. a, a journey of rediscovery of history of sort of uh, going back to retrieve what may have been lost uh, so that we can bring that forward and healing. 
And mm-hmm. so with that, we are mm-hmm. we'll be sailing the seas as we sail across from uh, uh, Mobile Bay to Benin, Africa, and up the coast of Africa and back to the United States, uh, landing in Fort Monroe. Uh, so that will be a tremendous opportunity to take 24 young people who are in college and who are in uh, STEAM programs, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, and mm-hmm. have them actually engaged in research uh, while they are on this journey and integrating that with students in Africa. So I'm really excited about that. That's certainly an exploration, uh, an adventure, and in many, many ways, adventures of the heart, as well as the adventures of going uh, across the ocean and visiting new lands and, and new cultures. Um, and then I, I decided to do something really out of the box. I uh, contacted Virgin Galactic mm. and I decided that I want to be on their next flight going into outer space. Ooh. So I am waiting to hear whether they are going to accept my request. And if so, um, you may see a video of me in, uh, in a weightless state of looking back on the earth. So I decided I wanted to do that. To me, that would be the ultimate capstone, given that we've walked around the world. Now let's take a look at it I from outer space. And uh, the, wow. ultimate, the ultimate goal of mine there is to, to encourage people to live. Mm-hmm. We get caught up in... Uh, all the dialogues that are going on right now that I think in many ways, what I have witnessed is people who are forgetting to live. Yes. Anything is possible. Anything is available. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that this is a world that's just calling forward our creativity. That's what I think we're here for. I agree. um, I just wanted to, that that's sort of what, what being an explorer is all about. Karen, are you going out? Are you going to go with her? No, I wouldn't be able to do it probably mainly because of my breathing issues that I have. Uh, they probably, because you have to do a physical and all of that, and I don't even want to carry myself through all of that. So hmm. I'll have her go up and she'll tell me about it. <laughs> I can't believe that you would let her go without you. I mean, well, I, I just... I would love to go, but I really <laughs> gonna let me go i know i understand i understand well you'll probably be at the control center making sure that they're doing all the right things right (laughs) now that is wonderful so this whole age thing we were talking about it before we went on the air i think i i mean i totally agree with you the world is calling for our creativity and there's something for me about getting older that feels really freeing is that Karen, how is that for you? I feel, I feel the same way. It's um, I remember when I was around 40 years, my 40th year, I remember that. I thought to myself, I said, I don't have to just get older. I can get younger. Yeah. And so from that point forward, I, my birthday, was I would always retract backwards. So I don't know how old I am. I know what, the, what they say on the birth <laughs> certificate. Yeah. I feel very young. And I Good. think that I continue to do that. And I do things that, uh, I feel good about. I do things that I'm excited about um, that encourage me. And I don't go along with what people say. I do what my body feels. Good. If I feel like I want to sleep half the day, I'll do it. If I feel like I want to stay up for 24 hours, I'll do that. But I pay attention to what my body says and, and I let it be my guide and not what um, 
everyone else wants to say about this aging thing. Because to me, age is just a number. It you is. Know, make it turn it around, get rid of it. It's still just a number. Because I am who I am, and that's just the way it is. What do you think, Audrey? Oh, I mean, you know, I, I've always been fascinated with this notion of ageism. It, it sort of says you have a, a time to be born and, and then you time out. I don't believe that. And I guess that to me is related to how I grew up and how my mother, uh, the influence that she had. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for her, this lifetime is just another another act in the in the uh, in the play. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when we leave this life, we, we're just zooming right into the next, exactly. you know. So I've always, you know, when I say live till I die, that was a, a motto my mom and I had when I was a little, about 12 years old. I adopted that and I went, Mom, this is my motto. And she says, well, good, live it. And, you know, so I think that, uh, yes, we do age. And yes, as we age, we gain more and more wisdom. Yes. Uh, we gain we regain uh, the sense of having, being able to, uh, you know, call things the way they are. And I think that's a good thing. But I think sometimes I find with some of my friends uh, that they become sedentary and uh, the things that, that used to bring them so much joy, they've kind of let go of. And that's not a condemnation at all. It's just an observation. Mm -hmm. Everybody's gonna do life the way they, whatever way they're guided to do. Uh, but I just want to keep living, you know, and, uh, and, and keep, just be alive in my aging process. I have a feeling that what I'm about to say, uh, I have a feeling that Karen, you will know what I mean. I feel like the more that I lean into spirit and, and I mean, lean into what feels to me like a spiritual team, the more I feel like things reverse that were health challenges yes. and, and other personal challenges. I feel <clears throat> it's like there's a, there's a different law that's operative in my life now that it isn't based on a lot of what they said. It's really based on trusting this other realm. And the more that I do it, it just seems like it is that a whole lot of other things reverse. Exactly. I don't yeah. think, yes, I agree with you, Debbie, 100%. Uh, it's I amazing. That, yeah. When you lean into that, to that, to, for me, that spiritual realm, mm -hmm. uh, there's no time and space in that. So I can be exactly where I want to be and I can be exactly who I am in that space right mm -hmm. here on this earth plane. So I, I agree with you 100%. I've literally had um, things with health and other situations that I know I could have seen other ways that they played out or, or symptoms that certain things would bother me. And it just, I just find that it all, that whole landscape continues to change. It's just not based on those old things. It's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. So this is, you know, if it depends on who you talk to, but it, it sounds like a lot of people are feeling like this world is really quite a mess right now. And do you think it's more of a mess than what it was? Or do you think it's always, it's been a mess for a lot longer than people just didn't know it? 
I think it's been a mess for quite a while and people <laughs> just didn't know it. <laughs> like a lot of things are just coming to the forefront where mm -hmm. people can see them. Mm -hmm. but my, my thoughts about that is that it's not so much of a mess is, is that it's everything coming up front so it can be seen, so that it can be worked on, so mm -hmm. that it can be changed, so that whatever needs to happen for it to make a better world, that's what can happen. Mm -hmm. That's the way I think about it. Yeah. Because, sorry, because if it stays hidden, then you can't do anything about it. It's just there to, to, to destroy and deteriorate if it's something that's negative. Yeah. It's the front. Then you can mm -hmm. do something about it and get rid of it and heal it or whatever needs to happen so that it can be a better, a better situation. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I hear a lot of people just thinking that it's going, you know, it's going down the tubes and it's too late and you know, it's just gonna, um, it's just gonna destruct. Um, I think it seems to me like some of it, some things are, are definitely probably going to go away, but it's for the, the way of everything coming together in a new way. Right. That's the way I see it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that also, you know, we've, no matter how much we try to dress our historical records up or dress them down, uh, what we're seeing is there's a sort of like this proverbial loop that we get caught in, especially when we build our foundation on less than truth. And the tr absolute truth is that everything that we need, we are in an amazing place. This planet is absolutely amazing. And we get caught up sometimes in the idea of, of just stuff, just stuff. Mm -hmm. And so then, and then an economy that's built on some have and some don't have, and you know, it just, can, it just goes on and on and on. I think what we're seeing now is that we are pushing this paradigm about as far as we can. And we have an opportunity now to use our, spiritual essence our creative spirit to redefine this we don't have to have a world war three we don't have to continue uh with this much death and destruction uh, we can make different choices and if enough of us are holding that vision and holding the the idea of love being more than just you know a hug and a kiss that love is is a is is a way of being mm -hmm. and if the more of us who tap into that and i think there i see people tapping into it incredibly at incredible levels right now uh and i always think about some of the in, indigenous teachings that i've had is that the earth mother has everything we need and the combination of who we are in relationship to the earth allows all kinds of miraculous ways of being and joy and celebration. And so I'm, I'm holding in my field of vision that in the midst of the most horrible, horrific violence that's playing out in different places around the world right now, that in the midst of that, we will find our way back to compassion and to love and to making better choices and not get caught up in dialogues that are orchestrated and uh, don't really tell the truth 
So we get ourselves all caught up in it and not even realizing that, that wait a minute, we don't have all the facts here. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, if we get back to that agape love, you know, loving your nearby or loving your neighbor as yourself, that's a very powerful notion and a very simplistic one that can be applied to human beings, to all life and Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. What do you think about community to be more, and I have been imagining um, being in a community where a lot of us live together and um, where we um, are doing a whole lot more to support each other. It's not the same living in houses in this, maybe some kind of housing, certainly, but where we really are um, there a whole lot more for each other and for the land and and there's you know much more fresh food and my my motto for it is that I keep seeing that anyone's need is another person's passion so no needs go unmet what do you think about that I think that's a beautiful concept um, I've heard it for several several years years ago people spoke about intentional communities and I thought they were beautiful. And some people actually began to to, uh, develop them. Uh, At the time when it was happening, it wasn't something that we were, uh, I'm probably involved in our walks and everything so that it wasn't something that we were going to do. But I think it's a very wonderful concept because we are, so to speak, our brother's keeper. We look out for Mm -hmm. one another. I think that's what uh, creation, I think my thinking about what, creator wanted for us as people on the earth plane to look out for one another. And what I like to call them, they're called intentional communities, but I call these little pockets of people that think about each other and think the same way as little crystal clusters because Mm -hmm. they come from the, from the creator. We all do. And we're just, you know, in different places all over the planet but we all have the same ideology about loving each other and, and being there for one another. So I think it's a very, very commendable um, venture for anyone that decides or wants to go into an intentional community or develop one. Yeah. I think most of the time mm-hmm. that Karen and I have been together over these last 23 years have centered around intentional communities where we're sort of, you know, we've been on walks and, you know, 17 years of, walking uh, around the world, around the country a few times. Uh, you know, you live in an intentional community and you draw, it, one of the things that's so fascinating is that an intentional community mm-hmm. tends to draw people in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we here, where we are now in uh, Alabama, we are, we have what we call the Quantum Leap Transformational Center. Mm-hmm. And that's our sacred space here on the land. And we're just starting, we've been doing fires for a long time, but now we're opening them up, uh, inviting people to come and just sit around the fire and share. Mm. And oh. We do have a tiny house for uh, uh, one of our members who's uh, in and out of Southeast Asia and comes here. So he has this tiny house here. Uh, but the, the point is that we at least have a place where we can gather Mm-hmm. And I remember when Karen and I first met, she used to tell me about a dream she had called the gathering place. Mm-hmm. That would be a house where everybody's welcome. And I think mm-hmm. that's what we are kind of moving towards now, that it's really important to have that uh, that sense of 
of community about us. And one of the things, and I'll just end it on this, one of the things that's so important to me is when you combine spiritual intention with earth intention, mm. and it really lifts the vibration around everything. And I'm not using vibration as just this, you know, uh, you know, this, yeah. this favorite word. I'm saying it in the sense, literally, there's a vibrational shift when we come together in community and we are chanting and drumming and celebrating life uh, and doing our prayers, it is powerful. And so I'm excited about, you know, that continuing to grow. We've mm -hmm. just begun to op uh, open it up uh, for others and invite others in, especially in memory and, and loving embracing of our dear sister's uh, birthday coming up. So, <laughs> uh, we'll do our first one just for you, Debbie. Oh, yay. Wow. That's a great way to spend it. You know, and as I asked the question, I thought that's silly because you two when you did your walk around the room, the world, the room, <laughs> we do that sometimes. The room, the room of the world, <laughs> you do that too. Yeah, I think that is intentional community. That is what you did. You brought your spiritual intention, and with the earth, and you. I mean, that is what you're doing all the time, the two of you. And you know, when you ran for office, when you came into SEC to do what you do there when you do your music, Karen. I mean, the two of you are constantly intentional and and about community, making sure that everyone feels that everyone feels a part of, everyone is included, that all inclusivity. I mean, that's just that's intentional community. Yes. That's what you two bring and are Thank all you. the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so that, and it just seems like what you continue to do is you just keep finding more ways or more places to bring it, to just bring kind of that holding space and you're going to hold space in outer space. You'll have, <laughs> you know, you'll <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah, on an, you know, you'll be bringing it to wherever you are there. You know, yeah. I, mean, I, I heard they have McDonald's up there, but they don't, you know, they. they... <laughs> I hope not. I That's not quite my eating. <laughs> but that's OK if it brings joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you but you'll be bringing this higher vibration, this higher purpose. I think everything is alive. So I'm sure there are, you know, just in innumerable numbers of beings, whether they can be seen or not who when you're when you're up there they're like oh good now we're talking now yes. here's somebody who speaks our language you know? Well, you know you know debbie i believe that to make love and peace and harmony uh, a tangible thing is so important mm -hmm. and you know we can say oh there's a war going on there but we got to you know we got to bring more love we got to do more of this and that's good, but often people see that as a separation. Uh, and, you know, I, I just believe we bring our passion into everything that we experience or that we, is being experienced around us that affects us. Um, and then we, 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 we do it in a way that is uh, designed to 
elevate uh, the humanity and to help us have compassion. In other words, you're in the midst of a fight, right? Most people do the choose one side or the other. But suppose we chose to stand in the middle. Yeah. Suppose we choose to just hold hold the space for the infinite possibilities that we are uh, and to begin to devalue a need to have to have a war or to allow healing mm -hmm. to take place so that we don't have to have a war. Not to be afraid to look back and heal what needs to be healed as we go forward together. I just think that that is, that's the world that I am dreaming. You know, that's the world I'm dreaming so that I don't want to play war down because that's not my intention. War is tragic. It is. And, uh, we, we, we struggle with how to, to, you know, how to move from a warring society to a loving society. You know, we're constantly thinking about that. But, you know, on the, on the simplest level is to ask ourselves, what are we warring inside of ours? Am I warring inside of my body? Am I warring inside of my mind? Uh -huh. uh, where is my balance? What do I have to do to find my way out of this warring essence that's inside of me? I'm in conflict. So what do I do? And I think that's, you know, if we begin there and and really begin to not be so quick to take sides because both sides are hurting. Both sides are have been through such a, a, a long history of, of trauma. And so what do we do? I mean, you know, what is the answer? I think we find that inside. Mm -hmm. When we're clear inside, then mm -hmm. we can be clear agents for change mm -hmm. for the world. Right. Well, I remember one time I gave a talk called the no fault law. And, um, you know, I, I think it's like what Rumi says, you know, I'll meet you in the field beyond right and wrong. And I know for a while I was getting caught up in and sending out stuff. And, and um, I still think, oh, there are people who don't know this that I've heard, or, and I don't know these other things that they've heard. And, I think there, you know, the truth is somewhere in the middle with just about anything or any relationship, there's, there's one person's perspective and another person's perspective. And it isn't, it isn't really about right and wrong. I think at least it seems like moving beyond that right and wrong to embrace the rightness that's within how everyone feels and finding what's in common and or learning to appreciate what's different about what each person brings and then to just be able to embrace the fact that everyone has been through a lot and everyone is tired and everyone needs that grace of being able to show up and, and be healed, feel that mm -hmm. sense of healing, that sense of balance, that sense of knowing that everyone is welcome and, and, yeah. you know, that, you that. know, I, I think about as you're saying that I'm I'm thinking about one of my my uh, writers that I just love, and that's uh, Audrey Lord. Oh yeah, and uh, she says your silence will not protect you. And as we embody this idea, this notion mm -hmm. of ourselves as a nation, an inner nation, if you will, um, and we speak truth to ourselves, we learn mm -hmm. to speak truth to others. 
and that can grow, that can catch on. So in the truth, we begin to find ways to not have to choose conflict all the time, but to find ways to better communicate and be in service to one another. But I think the other quote that really has always been uh, a powerful one that I wanted to share is when I dare to be powerful, to use my strength in the service of my vision, then it becomes less and less important whether I am afraid. So many times I hear people say, well, I'm just afraid. I'm, I'm afraid of what's happening right now. And, you know, it's, you know, we may be in some, some way within ourselves, there may be some fear that that's kind of tingling, you know, it gets a little, yeah. and then we, so we <clears throat> shut down, but you know, what we can do, how we can serve is to step beyond that, that Move sense through. of letting that fear shut us down. Mm -hmm. So I just, anybody who's like listening it. to that, let's, let's kind of have that sense of each morning, you know, placing our hands over our heart, taking a deep breath, bringing it in. Yes. And just exhale, exhale, exhale. Bring the, breathe that all out. Whatever is holding you back, whatever is the fear, just keep doing that. It's a consciousness exercise. It's good for the heart too, but it's a consciousness exercise so mm -hmm. that you're constantly aware of letting go, constantly mm -hmm. becoming aware of how truly powerful you are. And when you align that power with love, you just by passing by somebody, you might affect something in their lives that you had no idea was even going on. You may walk into a room and instantly change the energy of that room. Mm -hmm. You know, you may speak a few words into a very highly charged, conflicted space and all of a sudden find pathways to peace there. So I just wanted to share. I like that. that. Yes. Who said that quote? Or was, the, or was that um, is that, that was just a conglomerate of quotes that I just okay but it, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the audrey audrey scott williams soup that's what oh, I'm yes yes <laughs> you know, when, were, when uh, uh debbie was speaking about that being in the center of those two people that were in conflict <clears throat> what i pictured and what i could see was that that person standing in the middle is holding the space for peace. So for whatever the, the best outcome for the situation, not going from one side or the other. And I think when we stand in the middle like that, or when we stand in our power, so to speak, then those that are in their power are gravitated to that energy. Yes. And that energy is what accumulates around the world. And people begin to, to make different choices mm -hmm. and things begin to come in a different manner that is bringing peace instead of destruction. So. I think that it's important for us to know, first of all, know who we are. And that comes from what I was uh, listening to Audrey speak about going within and, and clearing, cleansing and clearing and, and bringing into our being that peace that we need in order for it to be peace in the world, because it can't be peace outside of us unless there's peace within us. So I really like Ho'oponopono. Oh, yes. Exactly. Yes, the Hawaiian... Um, and Joe Vitale does a lot with that. And yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things that can help to really clear the frequency and make it possible for that energy, that vibration to move up, you know, to say those phrases, I'm sorry, uh, please forgive me. Thank you. And I love you. And yes. to say those, and there was a psychiatrist that cleared out a whole, I think it was a whole mental hospital 
by yes. working with that. Yes, he did. And Malachi mm -hmm. in Hawaii. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. And never saw anyone. Never went nope. to see anyone. Ne never went to see any of them. Yeah. He just yeah. took the records, read them, and then kept doing the Ho'oponopono. And within three or four years, the place had completely turned around. And uh, that's the power that we have. You know, mm. I think so much in the world around us mm. likes to, it, it is, there's this energy of minimizing our perception of who we are. We're sort of brought into that. We don't realize we're drawn into that. And yet we are, we are filled with infinite potential. Mm. Yeah. And that potential is just, you know, just wanting us to to realize that that we might do things that, uh, uh, you know, to be an example of that. And not only that, it's a lot of fun. You know, don't you have fun doing something that, mm -hmm. you know, you you just decided one day I'm going to do this and you just move into that space. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes we'll just have get the giggles over something that who knows what it was. We'd have the time. We don't remember it again, but you know, it just, it liberates the soul. And I believe that we are all here to be liberated souls, to remember too. who we are. Mm -hmm. And it's not as complex as it is made. It is. And so to have fun. Yeah. That's right. Have and to have fun. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so good. Wow. Well, I know we kind of laughed a little bit about, you know, talking about like, what in the world are we doing? But I think we've kind of already been talking about what in the world we are doing. I just think that you both do a lot to help ease the um, immediate and the larger kind of suffering that a lot of people go through. And sometimes just having a little place to go or just having another voice of one or two people who says we're here and you're welcome here. All those things go such a long way, but I know you too, you do a lot for many and, um, and it is just community all around you, wherever you are that you bring. Thank you. Debbie. Thank you. Debbie. Yes. That's what haven't we touched on anything that you want people to know more about? Um, you know, one of the things as you were talking, you and Karen were talking, uh, I just want to encourage people to step into whatever it is that they've been holding um, and do it not just for yourselves, but the next generation coming along uh, will be inspired. The more we step into whatever is that call um that our next generation is uh dealing is going to be dealing with a lot mm -hmm. i don't know that we've left footprints that are as the ones that i would choose to make or to leave behind i think they're going to have big decisions to make and and uh and i'm trusting that they have all the genius to do so so I, I just wanted people to remember that, others to remember that as we walk our lives, to remember that everything we do is influencing the next generation. And sometimes we don't always walk the best path. And mm -hmm. so we become more conscious of, of how, how impactful our footprint is on the earth and in all of our relationships I just pray that we'll we'll be more mindful about how we move around the planet. Yeah, yeah, very well, very well said. And 
you know, we're just, we're, we are all one and we're all in this together. So the more we do for ourselves and the more we do for anyone around us, the, the more people are positively impacted Yes. by yes. what we do. Yes. Oh. And I really appreciate you, Debbie. I appreciate oh. dialogues with you. You give us Always. sort of free space to just explore. <laughs> Back to the explore. Back to the explore, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, I think that's wonderful to get in there and explore the heart and the consciousness. Oh, well, I, I love you both. And I'm so excited about being there Saturday. I just think that's going to be so much fun. Such a lovely space in which to be. And I'm so glad you're doing it. And, you know, we're just still all hanging out together. That's what matters. Absolutely. Well, we love you. And we really, really are grateful to, once again, you having us back on the show. I guess we're not so bad after that. (laughs) You guys are wonderful. Are you kidding? Wonderful. Give, um, Give your contact info or how people can find you for anyone who didn't know you were here before. <laughs> um, yeah. It's Karen Hunter Watson dot us. That's K-A-R-E-N-H-U-N-T-E-R-W-A-T-S-O-N dot U-S. And, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and your CDs there? The CDs would be there. Bandcamp. Bandcamp, yes. And it's called Timeless. Okay. And that's on your main website. Yes. Okay. All right. And and for me, uh, Audrey A U D R I Scott Williams at oh no, no that's my email. Well, at gmail.com. Please feel free okay. to email me if you'd like. Yeah. And my website is AudreyScottWilliams.com. Okay. Excellent. Well, I, I, it's amazing. I anytime I dictate your name, I always have to change how it spells your name. I'm like, no, you got to take off that and add the I on the end. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you so much. And thank you all for listening. It's been great. Great to be with you both again this time around. (laughs) Thank you, Debbie. We enjoy it.